Ladies and gentlemen, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in two minutes. Excellent listening locations are still available all around Showcase Promenade. Due to the use of alcohol and opinions around the lagoon, for your safety, we request that you remain on the promenade side of all railings. During the show, please watch your step and take small children firmly by the hand. Once again, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in just two minutes. Thank you. To another episode of the Diz Explorers podcast, where each episode we explore the many avenues of the great Disney universe. I feel like I've said this many episodes in in a row, but once again, we are going to be out in the universe, <laughs> but this time the Marvel universe. So we haven't we didn't really haven't talked about Captain Marvel in depth because not all of us have seen it yet. Uh, so I don't know when that will be. And uh, Endgame is coming up in about a month from when we're recording this. This is the 25th of March. It comes out on the 26th of April. So as we were chatting beforehand and thinking we were going to be talking about something completely different, uh, (laughs) the whole Marvel thing came into play and we were all like, hey, yes, it's always fun to chat about Marvel and kind of revisit some stuff to get, get the hype train going again before this ridiculous movie is going to be bestowed upon us in a month. I thought, and well, for my own reference, I jotted down a list of of all the cinematic movies that have been released. I know there's been many TV shows and and all that. And uh, Milford shared with our own group, uh, uh, like a flow chart and all sorts of other stuff that will make you dizzy if you look at it without blowing it up <laughs> and putting it on like a giant screen. Yeah, it'll make you dizzy. Looks like a subway map of New York gone wrong. Um, so I, I I made this list of of the order that I guess whoever created this feels you should not the order not the order that the movies came out theatrically, but the order that you should watch the movies. I guess so it would make they would make sense chronologically, kind of like they do would do. I know somebody did one with the Star Wars stuff, like and bounced stuff all over the place and made it make sense and what went where and what is supposed to go here and timeline and stuff like that. I mean, like a shortened version. Um, I think there was another franchise that did the same thing, but I can't remember what, what it was off the top of my head. Um, so anyway, I'm going to run through these quick and then we can, uh, we can debate and talk about any of them and see if any of it makes sense leading up to what events are more profound, I guess, in each movie or series of movies before it to lead up to what Endgame is going to bring us. So, uh, so the first one is on the list is is the first uh, Captain America, the first Avenger, which okay makes sense. I think that's the oldest one as far as time period goes that I can think of. Uh, so next, there have Captain Marvel, 
which, like I said, I have not seen yet, but I really—I guess it takes place in the, the 80s, I believe it's supposed to be, or the 90s. Uh, so I guess that makes sense. Then they have the first Iron Man, Iron Man 2, The Incredible Hulk, Thor, uh, then the first Avengers film, Thor Dark World, first Guardians, second Guardians, Iron Man 3, which I don't remember if I saw, so I don't know if that makes sense or not. Uh, Winter Soldier, Ultron, First Ant-Man, Captain America Civil War, Black Panther, Spider-Man Homecoming, Doctor Strange, Ragnarok, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and then Infinity War. And then I guess, and then obviously Endgame would be after that. So I've not, I've seen maybe half of these, <laughs> and uh, I, I, I don't know. Who's uh, who's seen them all? Milford? <laughs> Milford's probably the only one. I've seen all of them except... I've seen most of Iron Man 3, but never in order. Because it's just whenever it's on FX. <laughs> right. Oh, absolutely. Right. And honest to gosh, I've never seen Spider-Man Homecoming. And I love Tom Holland, but I just haven't watched it yet. It's supposed to be very good from what I heard. It is, I think. But yeah, those are the only ones I haven't seen oh, okay. looking at the list. But it's been a while for some of them. <clears throat> so if you have to narrow it down, what's your favorite that you have seen? There's 21 films on here on this list. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. I had a good guess. I've seen 11. <laughs> so I've got some work to do. But... um. Well, my favorite, hands down, are are the Guardians movies, and and Ragnarok's right after that. It's probably a tie between those three. I don't know that I could pick one more over the other. And 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 it's and for me, it's just the entertainment value I get out of all of them. The 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 writing is great. I know we've, we've talked about it before on here, but the writing is great on them, and they make me laugh. The music is great. The music is phenomenal on and all three of those films. Uh-huh. And just the uh, pure absurdity of what's going on. It's just... Thor Ragnarok is what made me love Thor, the character. Yes, me too. Because the first one was a good movie, but I was like, eh. Yeah, I enjoyed it. You know, he's kind of a dick. And Chris Hemsworth (laughs) is... I mean, but he's he's such a likable, charismatic guy that, I mean, I always liked Thor. But he was, like, so in the background of the Avengers and I feel like even Age of Ultron that it wasn't until Ragnarok that I was like... Yep. Oh, he's awesome. He's awesome. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you can't uh can't mess with a guy who calls uh lightning from the sky and lays waste yeah. upon multiple. Well, and he even I think there was such a Tom Hiddleston uh fanfare like everybody was so in love yes. with him and Loki yes. that he took a back even in his own movies. So Right, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, that so Ragnarok this- was just a good and I was, we were chatting before we got going here, and I was saying I was at a, at a family birthday party over the weekend, and just speaking with some other people that were there, and we got talking about Marvel, and, and the girl I was talking to was, was saying that, how she, she didn't like Ragnarok, because she thought it was cheesy. And I was like, wow. <laughs> of all of them, of all of them, that's the one you think that's cheesy? I mean, everybody's entitled to their opinions, and yes, they all have a little bit of cheese to them if you would I mean the Star Wars movies Christ the first three are 
it doesn't really get too much more cheesy than some of the stuff going on in those original ones, but, you know, everybody loves those unconditionally. So, and, like, Ragnarok, like, it's ridiculous, it's right? Ridiculous it's ridiculous on every ridiculous. level, yes. But it also really th- strengthens the storyline. It strengthens the relationship between Thor and Loki, which is important for Infinity War. Yes. It, um, you know, it, it, it makes, again, it kind of brings Thor into who he is as a character, as a leader, as, you know, an Asgardian, as a, a god. You know, it really, it strengthened who he was. And it also, like, my God, like when they're in New York and they show up with Dr. Strange, that <laughs> whole sequence yes. oh is amazing. It's a worthy inclusion. Yeah. I, I mean, and I did not love Dr. Strange in his own, in his own movie. That's, I, I know, listen, I love Benedict Cumberbatch. Don't get me wrong. Love him. Okay. Oh. But for one, he does not do a great American okay. accent and it takes me out every time. <laughs> and there was no reason he could not have kept his actual voice. I know. So no that reason. pulls me out. But his, him as a supporting character is great. I so much more. Oh, he's great. Oh, he's absolutely fantastic. And Ragnarok has the buddy comedy element yes yes get help and there's and there's multiple buddy levels to pick from yes. it's not just one no and the exchange, you know, the exchange is he between, still an asgardian if there's right. no more asgard mm-hmm. right it's but the, deep the stuff it's so deep the stuff between him and hulk is hysterical like when oh he lands God. on the planet oh, and yeah. after, after they fight each other and he's in Hulk's quarters and Hulk is busting his chops the whole time and everything and puny human th- that stuff is just <laughs> oh yeah I mean that stuff is just comedy gold it's it's you know it's paralleled only by in Infinity War the uh, it, you know the the whoever decided to team Thor and Rocket together really deserves <laughs> every sort of theatrical award possible because I mean. Those scenes are just fantastic. And I think, again, that goes back to Chris Hemsworth. He is, as an actor, yes. he he creates that chemistry with basically anybody he's in the scene is with. It, right. Yep. So, you know, if you can talk to a man in a green suit, you know, and have comedy gold with Rocket, then yeah. you're doing pretty darn then good. you're doing pretty good. Right, right. And and have it work with the film and not just be, right. be a slapstick or... A, silliness for the sake of silliness like it's all Mm -hmm. it's all in context yeah it really is all in context (laughs) but i love that movie i love i love ragnarok it's not my number one but it's yeah i love it it's definitely up there for rewatchability especially oh absolutely what's your number one then uh civil war okay yeah i love captain america that's a good one that's a good film that yeah, one's that I, one's pretty deep too. At least you know it, like the well, last it the last up, half of it uh, definitely is. It sets up Thanos. It's yes. what you know if the events of yeah. Civil War hadn't happened, then who's to say that Thanos would have ultimately prevailed in Infinity War? So, right. yep. You know, it, it's one of my it, favorites, and I'm not I'm not like a real big fan of political messages in my Marvel films, but they did it so well there. Yeah. That. I think it it came off very well done. Yeah. Well, the whole that's that's the one where uh, it's revealed that that Bucky killed Tony's parents, right? Yes. That's and like towards the end, and and 
I know they were fighting before that, but that kind of put like the nail in the coffin between the two of them. Yeah. Um, and I remember and seeing that, that and I was like, end, whoa. The fight scene between Captain America and, oh, and Iron, Iron Man. Man? Is, oh, yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, cannot breathe. No, because they're laying into each other. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like everybody like, talks like about the time. airport scene. And the airport fight is amazing. Right. Don't get me wrong. But, like, the stakes don't feel like they're there. No. During the airport scene. Because everybody's still joking with each other. I mean, Black Widow and Hawkeye are fighting each other. And, right. like, joking about it at the yeah. same time. Yeah. Um, I mean, granted, until War Machine falls out of the sky. Then it's <laughs> yes. a big deal. But yeah, it's right. <laughs> right. Then, <laughs> then it's like, oh, crap. Then it just got real. <laughs> right. Then it got real. But, you know, but... I don't feel like enough people in the cinematography, especially during that final fight scene with Captain America and Iron Man is beautiful. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For being in such a dark place. Yeah. And then you've got the sun shining in just the right light and hitting the shield. Shield. Yeah. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. And that is the, I mean, there are a lot of them. If they're on, I'm stopping. That's what I'm watching. But that for sure. If civil war is on, I'm like, yep, done evening planned yeah right (laughs) you're right you're absolutely right yeah that is definitely a good one so i'm trying to think which other all right so i guess i only saw 11 of them so i've seen i've seen captain america first iron man i know i've seen the second one but i don't remember it thor avengers both guardians ultron civil war Doctor Strange, Ragnarok, and Infinity War. So I'm trying to think, is there any other ones that are like a... I mean, I know I have to see Black Panther, because that was... Everybody said that that was phenomenal. I'm assuming, it is phenomenal. I'm assuming one of the Ant-Man ones is probably a good thing to watch. I love both <laughs> the Ant-Mans. Okay. The, the second one, I was like having heart palpitations the whole time, because I wanted him to get back home. <laughs> but... <laughs> I, I love those. And I mean, you can't beat Ball Rudd. He's hilarious just when he stands there just his face is funny <laughs> love Paul Rudd he is a funny dude that is you're right <laughs> you're right yeah so those and plus I the reason I watched the Ant-Man movies is rumor has it that he is integral in Endgame so okay. just a heads up alright well. now Iron Man 2 is that the one with Mickey, what's his name? Mickey Rourke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and his bird. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Can't uh, always see. I don't remember that one at all. Then. And the third one is the kid, right? I don't remember yes. that yeah. at all. And doesn't the third one kind of lead into Ultron? Well, the third one happens after the first Avengers movie. Yes. Yeah, because he's through the whole movie talking about, yeah, he's having PTSD problems about New York. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah, because they have Iron Man 3 right before Winter Soldier, so I guess that kind of makes sense then. Yeah, I love Winter Soldier too. Yeah, that was a good movie. Is that the one with the, which is the one with the fight scene in the elevator? Captain America. That's Winter Soldier. Is that Winter Soldier? That's intense too. No, who else is in that besides Captain America and Bucky? What any of the other characters? Black Widow, I yeah, think. Black Widow's Black in Widow's it. Black Widow's in it. Okay. Um, Fury's in it. Fury yeah. gets kind of killed in that one. Oh, is that when he shows up in his apartment? Right. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. And we meet um, Peggy Carter's niece. Oh, okay. Granddaughter. Granddaughter. Oh, I thought it was niece. Oh, well, I think it's it granddaughter in the in the comics, but they made her a niece in the movie, so it wasn't quite as creepy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not a comic nerd, but no, me neither. I, I'm pretty sure I remember seeing that that switch somewhere. Okay. So no, it's like I Peggy remember never she, got married. She does call her aunt Peggy at the funeral. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you which one I love Captain America but I it took me three tries to get through the first Avenger I was bored out of my mind for the first hour of that movie I see I like that movie but Just, I, mean, I like all of them yeah that's what I'm saying I like not them. one of the movies that I hate well maybe maybe the, maybe the original Hulk but <laughs> that's not on here though I that's think. not in there yeah I know they, they don't just have, have a... the Incredible Hulk which is the one with um Ed Norton. Uh, right. Ed Norton, which wasn't very good either. Right. So Mark Ruffalo hasn't had a standalone Hulk movie then? No. No. Okay. They kept talking about it, but they never. Right. Maybe once this endgame thing happens, they'll go back and do that. Who knows? I just hope he comes back as the Incredible Hulk, and he's not just like, you know, he snaps out of whatever his uh, funk is after getting his ass whooped in, <laughs> in Ragnarok. <laughs> I mean, he was funny in Infinity War in that kind of like war machine type suit, but other than that, he was kind of like non-existent. Like you need you need the Hulk in there smashing something. Yeah, <laughs> poor Hulk. He, he got, got his feelings hurt. He got whooped on the ship. He did, and he's like, "Well, if I'm not strongest Avenger, I am worthless." And yeah. he went and hid. And he went and hid. Mm-hmm. He went and hid until he, Thor found him. <laughs> right. Yes, oh it's man. Hard. I don't know. Yeah, so it's. I don't know. And then the, you know we got the the extended trailer for Endgame came out last week or whenever it was, and I think I'm just as confused as I was with the first part of it. Really... But we know Tony doesn't die in space, and that's the only thing that matters. No, he doesn't die in space. None of them died so. in space. I guess they're all gonna uh, you know die by the hand of Thanos. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. No so idea. So scared. I, yeah, I'm so I, scared. Like I want. I'm clearly. I'm gonna go see the movie, but I'm terrified. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I should probably take some heart medication beforehand. Oh, I'm the saying antici- like, the anticipation is gonna be ridiculous <laughs> of sure what's I gonna happen. It. And watch it be not like much. watch it be like a three hour thing too. You're gonna be like, oh my god. <laughs> it is three hours. Is it really? Is have they said that yeah, already? Yeah, pretty sure it's three hours. Oh, yeah, they've already warned everybody. What so was like, in- Infinity War was what? Two? Two and a half? That was a little bit. I think two, two and, and a half. half. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, it's going to be insane. Well, they say it's three hours, but they said Captain Marvel was three hours, and I sat through 35 minutes of previews. So. Well, yeah, well, I think that's, I guess that's... not really three hours. No, the movie proper is probably two and a half. Yeah, I mean, you have all the other nonsense before it, and nothing really after anymore, unless they do, uh, you know... A post scene, which who the well, hell knows? I mean, who what knows? That would be. I mean, unless they're setting up Spider-Man: Far From Home, but other than that, I don't know. Okay, so speaking of Guardians, are you? Did you hear that James Gunn was reinstated as I did. director? I did. I'm happy yes, now. I'm I happy. Too. I'm happy. 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 Yeah, and you know who directed Howard the Duck? Who was James Gunn? Was it really? really? What was he, 12? <laughs> right. 
I was just looking that up, well, and sure enough, that's why he hates that movie. No kidding. That's the only reason why he put the character in the movie was because he hates that movie. Because he hates it. Yeah. That would explain a lot if he was 12. <laughs> <laughs> well, exactly. Right. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I caught that, and I didn't read the whole article, and uh, good. I'm glad. Let, let him finish what he started. I agree. So, yeah, I'm excited for that, too. Uh, to see what, where they're going with all that. Uh, less Gamora, I'm assuming. <laughs> we'll find out, right? Unfortunately. Yeah, we'll find we'll out find how out. permanent all this stuff was. Which, then again, you have to imagine is not, because somehow I can't imagine they've killed off all these characters. I, I can't even speculate. I, I, no, I point. can't either, but I can't. It just doesn't make sense. But I guess it doesn't have to. <laughs> it's their it's their stories. They can do what they want, but but then again, you've got these you've got Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans who've been playing these characters for ten years, and right, you know, and they who, might be and who are done. I think I I I'm pretty sure that they are done, but you never yeah. know. Yeah. You never know. So I don't know. It's it's scary. Yeah. I'm not ready for this. No, it's and it's funny how much how much uh, time and emotion you have vested in, in, in these movies. And that's something I think my sister and I were talking about the other day about how I, besides Harry Potter, cause I was a giant Harry Potter nerd back during its heyday, but I can't think of any other long lasting series like this that has done such a great job of really carrying my emotions from movie to movie to movie and sewing these threads from movie to movie to movie. Yeah. And developing these characters over the last decade in in the same way that the Marvel Universe has. And brought in non-comic book people into this giant dork family. <laughs> and... <laughs> You know, it's it's really impressive to me. It it's is. really, I, really impressive. I agree. I mean, I could... I guess the, the Harry Potter films probably could be the same way. I've not seen one minute of any of them. And so I don't... I can't speak to them. And I wouldn't throw Star Wars into that category because it's so all over the place. And there was right. such a huge gap in between the originals and the prequels and the, what's going on now... So it's hard to it's hard to put that in the same thing. And there's been so much difference in everything. I think I don't yeah. know. So it's weird. But this one, and I started in the Marvel thing in the Marvel game late. I, I'm only whatever three four years into it. So I didn't start with the first Iron Man films whenever they came out in the early 2000s. Uh, so I still have a lot of catching up to do. And the same thing with me. It's like you're on the edge of your seat and I feel like I know these characters and I now know. And I never read one page of any of the comics growing up. But I feel like I have a basic grasp and, and with some characters a little bit of a deeper knowledge of them. And the only other franchise that does it for me and it's nowhere near as vast as this would be the Pirates films. But that's, that's right. just because it's me. And... Because I know most people kind of wrote, writ them off after the first one or two, so I mean, I you know, I'm I'm the anomaly that that enjoys all five so far and, <laughs> and doesn't really you know care what anybody else thinks or or what the critics think. Um, but uh, but just like you said, there you know, there's uh, what's the word? 
there are low points in the pirate series. Yeah. And there's low points in the Marvel series oh, too. Sure. Like, oh, sure. Oh, absolutely. Wanna, oh, yeah. They're, know, no, they're not they're all, all amazing. No, they're not all perfect. That's kind of it's that's hard to do, but right. But there's enough high points in at least in all the major ones that, as we were talking about before, and there's a few that stand out, and you're like, we could watch. You know, the repeat repeat repeatability mm-hmm. is. Uh, is great. I mean, you know, so for me, the repeatability is the, is the Guardians movies and Ragnarok. Now, I've seen Infinity War, saw it in the theater, and then I think we watched it again. My daughter and I, one night, we either rented it or however we watched it again, and uh, and it's still like I was still, even though I knew what happened and what was coming, I was still heart pounding. And at the end of it, I was like, Jesus! I was like, I need like I need like a therapy session or. Another, yeah, I or another drink, that or uh, <laughs> and I was sitting on my couch, and I was like, "Damn!" It's like it's like, "Wow, this is like non." There's like nonstop. Yeah, I'm craziness. I'm, like I, I still like I feel like I have PTSD from that movie. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm not sure I I took a breath for that whole two and a half hours, and. And I own it. It's on Netflix. Every time I turn on Netflix, yeah. it goes, hey, Avengers Infinity War is here. And I no. go, no, no, and just keep going <laughs> because I don't – I can't put myself through that torture again. Well, you might as well. It will warm you up before the next I one. I know. <laughs> but by the same, by the same token, it, it was such a strong movie. I mean it's definitely in my top five that I still have – strong memories of scenes. Yes. Like I still feel like that entire two and a half hours is burned into my brain, even having only watched it one time. There's a, there's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. It's terrifying. There is a lot of stuff. There's, if you think about it, there's no downtime in that movie. There's no like, no. Fil- there's no filler stuff from beginning. And the villain isn't wrong. Right. That's the thing. The right. villain is actually Right. No, the point he's trying to make makes perfect sense. Just the way he's going about it is not correct. Right. Right. <laughs> but yes, you can't argue with with his logic. It's just the execution that's, you know, for lack of a better word, that's. Uh, I was gonna say that's a little <laughs> on the nose. That uh, <laughs> it's just it's just that that that's you know not right. But uh, right. no, even then. And- he did find a more humane way to do it. You this know, he was going to planets and slaughtering them. This is true, like uh, so, like Ronan was. <laughs> right, like because um, you saw that with the flashback with young Gamora, right? right? Like that's how he got her. Is he slaughtered her parents? That's right. Um, how he got her? Like he just, I guess he yeah. did just kill her or whatever. But he pretty just much. decided he wanted her. Yeah, he, he liked like, her. She's cute. Pretty much, she's cute and green. Like You're coming with she's me, kid. Fun. I'm going to teach you to be an assassin. Right. And then throw you off a cliff. And then throw right. you off a cliff. But only because you're my favorite. Oh, my favorite. gosh. But because you're my favorite. Right, right. And I may shed a tear. Right. And then well, I'm going to I'm gonna continue to, to torture your freak show sister. Yep. Yep. Bless. Bless. Port- so I'm looking at... a freak show. What's that? I'm looking at the Rotten Tomatoes reviews and... Even though we, you know, we talked about it's kind of common knowledge that Thor: The Dark World is the least impressive uh-huh. of the movies, it still has a sixty-six percent on oh. Rotten Tomatoes. Wow! 
Is that certified fresh? Anything above 59? Or I is it above 69? Don't know, honestly. I can't remember. But, so I mean, if the lowest is 66, that's still not too You're bad. doing pretty good. Yeah. Even Black Panthers, it's the top rated and it's at 97. Really? Yeah. Wow. Oh. So where's, uh, so where's like Ragnarok then? Ragnarok is third from the top at 92. Okay. It's in the 90s. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Top rated. <laughs> we'll just go through them. Go top ahead. rated is Black Panther. Okay. Followed by at 97. Iron Man is at 93. Wow. Ragnarok is 92. Homecoming is 92. I really do need to watch that movie. I guess so. Me too. Um, Avengers. The first Avengers is at 92%. Okay. Civil Civil Wars at 91. Guardians, the first Guardians is at 91. Nice. Winter Soldiers is at 90. Doctor Strange is 89. I find that impressive. Wow, that is impressive. Ant-Man and the Wasp at 88. Infinity War at 85. I would like to know what those 15% did not like. Yeah. Um, Guardians 2 is at 83. Ant-Man at 82. Iron Man 3 at 80. The first Avenger at 80, Captain Marvel at 78, but I think that's because it was brigaded by people. Yes. Uh, Thor was 77, Age of Ultron 75, Iron Man 2 73, The Incredible Hulk at 67, and The Dark World at 66. Wow. Yeah. So that's not terrible. That's a fairly steady... Yeah. See... I probably would have put Avengers 2 below Dark World. But that's yeah, just me. That one also has a... I've watched that one recently, probably within the last month or so. And it's... It's a struggle. Which one, Avengers 2 is... Uh, Age of Ultron. Today. Oh, is Ultron. That's, that's right. I keep forgetting. And James that Spade is the voice of Ultron, which is yeah, really that's, weird. That's a strange one. I don't think I disliked it as much as others, but that, yeah, it was, uh, yeah. It's, it's I did weird. like, there were a couple of scenes in that movie that I really enjoy. Isn't that the one where we find out that um, uh, Vision can lift Thor's hammer? Uh, I believe so, yes. Yeah. Yes, and there, there were moments. Yeah, there were moments. moments. That were, yeah. And that was one of them. Yeah, I I also, I, I like the end scene between Ultron and Vision. I don't love Vision, and I love Paul Bettany. Um, yeah, that character doesn't do anything for me. I'm just, it's, and, and I get it. He's and, not a person, but it's hard to connect Yes. with him as a character. Agreed. But again, he's not a person. No, he's not a person. He's the personification of a computer program. Of a computer, so, right? Yeah. You know. Yeah, that was so a, that it. was that was a weird that whole scene where he, Ultron takes over the um, Jarvis and everything else, and then it ends up yeah. being Jarvis knew. But I don't know. It was weird. It was like they were really stretching for some sort of like otherworldly or really super technically advanced uh, type of storyline like War of the Computer type deal but I don't know it didn't do it for me the whole floating island and the whole thing is going to crash yeah all that kind of I think those movies the Avengers movies had such a big job in bringing all the characters together 
in setting and finishing some storyline, setting up future storylines. Cause like, obviously that whole, the city, the floating city and the drop or whatever were important to set up civil war. Civil war. And, you know, so I, th- I feel for the directors of all these movies, honestly, because it's so much to juggle because you can't necessarily make your vision. You have, you have such a job to do yes. as a, cog in the wheel yep that um that's why i'm really impressed again when we go back to thor ragnarok because taika watiti is i don't think he's a cog in the wheel kind of guy but he made such an impressive movie oh, but that he, yeah connected he, to everything else he he nailed it <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean he really did so you know, if we're going to like bash on, you know, to go back to Avengers 2, I think the point of that one too was that they created their villain there. Right. They, 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 they were supposed to be the ultimate good, but look what happened. Yeah. Right. And How good intentions can go bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they yeah. acknowledge that in later movies, but it just did not play out well. Like you could see that that could have the potential to be epic. And I think that's what disappointed so many people. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. That if they that had gone in the right direction, that could have been epic. Yes, we created our own worst enemy, mm-hmm. and that turned out to be ourselves. Yeah, and that potential was lost somewhere in editing or in the script. I don't know, but yeah, it just yeah, was, it had the potential to be so good that because it wasn't, it made it worse. I mean, right. Right. And that's so unfortunate because I think Robert Downey Jr. is still amazing in that movie. Oh yeah, and that's internalizing it had its that. moments. Yeah. It, it definitely had its moments, and it and it did set up. And, and I will give it props; it did set up Civil War, which again, right. better Avengers two than Avengers right. two. Right for real. <laughs> my my oldest son is in the other room, going agreed. <laughs> <laughs> well, because everybody was in it for the most part, right? Right. Um, yeah. Thor and um, or Thor and, were not. No, but in, oh, in Civil War, they were not. No, they weren't in in that. But they were in Avengers. Yeah, Dude. no, I know, I know that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They weren't. In they were off war. making their buddy comedy. That's right. <laughs> they were stuck on uh, that planet, the with, trash world, with uh, Jeff, Jeff Gold- Goldblum. Goldblum. Right. You know, if there's a trash world, <laughs> if Jeff Goldblum stick? is in charge of it, with the melty I, stick, I will go right. there. Listen, I tell you what. Okay, and how does the God of Thunder, why does he keep getting electrocuted in Ragnarok? And why does that bother him? He literally controls lightning. I don't know. I don't know. How do tasers get him every time? Maybe because he doesn't have the hammer? I don't know. Is it just supposed to be ironic and funny? I don't know. I don't. That is just one thing I don't understand. Like, you actually can create thunder out of your body, but a taser gets you? That's right. I don't know. Makes no sense. But doesn't it's funny. make any sense, but it's funny. It's yes, funny. it's funny, all right. It is definitely funny. And anybody mm. who casts Jeff Goldblum in anything is just, you win automatically. That's right. Like a, it's like you're ace in the hole right you, there. You really do. Did I ever tell you guys, did you see, I had to have, they had like a little, and I don't know who did it, but there was like a little, a couple of YouTube videos of of Jeff Goldblum as that character, and I can't think of the name, what was it, the Grandmaster? Oh, because aren't they supposed to be brothers? Oh. The Grandmaster. No, the Collector. And the... Uh, oh, and, yeah, and, oh maybe. They could be. But there was uh, a, a, a clip of him 
of it was like a little short of of Jeff Goldblum as the Grandmaster looking for a new roommate, and he was in, <gasps> and he was interviewing the dude who was Thor's cellmate oh, when he captured amazing. him. And I can't think of the guy's name because it was like Danny or something like that. Right. It's it's it was on YouTube. Duh? I could have swore I shared it. Oh, that rock group. creature. No, it wasn't no, the rock creature. The it, was a, it was a human, guy. the normal guy. Oh, it was the funniest thing. Because Thor was trying in the to world. figure out humans. Yeah. Oh, oh it was gosh, funny. You have to look it up Damn. on YouTube. You have to look it up on YouTube. I can't. It was. I don't know how I even found it, but. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's funny. It's like a five, six minute thing, but oh man, it's perfect. It's so good because he's like in a regular apartment and his and in like a regular chair instead of his fancy throne that that like levitated or whatever and he he had the scepter but it didn't do anything anymore so, oh man it's funny it was good stuff daryl his name was daryl yes that's it yes yes that's it daryl <laughs> anybody listening you gotta look it up it's great adrian will probably find it and then she can like i'm yeah give I'm winking actual, it right now the <laughs> actual name of it because oh man it's funny i might have saved it in my like youtube videos but i don't know <laughs> oh hang on Wrong oh thing. man Good stuff. See that stuff. Love it. I'm looking for the one with the Grandmaster. Grandmaster roommate, you said? Because I don't think I've seen that. I think so. I think that's what it is. Team Daryl, Grandmaster moves to Earth. Yes, there, there it is. Yeah, I think he's got like like little number one signs or something for Team Daryl. It's ludicrous, ludicrous on every level, but it's Love it. it's perfect. And I think that's another. I think we've probably said this before, but another reason that Marvel has been superior when it comes to superhero movies is that it doesn't take itself too seriously. Right. It's you know, it's like yeah, this yeah, yeah. is ridiculous. Like lightning men that is it's absolutely ridiculous let's have him be shocked by you know his little what is that the little doodad but anyway you know i think i i love it i think yeah, again oh, absolutely. another reason whereas i don't think dc not that we're comparing to dc today but why they haven't been as successful is that they're a little too they take themselves a little too seriously. Too seriously, I guess so. I don't know, and and I haven't seen other than the Batman ones a long time ago. Many of the DC movies, Wonder Woman, I really liked, and I think that yeah. was probably the outlier. But I hear Aquaman's good, but I haven't watched it yet. That's what I've heard too, but I've I've not either. So I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But again, I think that's to do with casting. I think they ended up with really good casting with Jason Momoa and Gal Gadot. I think. Yes. That was probably and Chris Pine can't go wrong with Chris Pine. No, you can't go wrong. Uh, because a complete side note, but one of the things I love about Chris Pine is that he has no problem making himself look absolutely ridiculous in anything. Yes. We were watching um, I Am the Night the other day, and he's in. The, it's a television show on FX, maybe I can't remember, or USA, and he repeatedly gets drunk and beaten up, and I'm like. <laughs> Only someone who is completely assured in how pretty they are would not mind making themselves look that ridiculous on camera. Yes. <laughs> True. Right? So Absolutely. Anyway, kind of like Chris Emsworth. That's who he reminds me of. Yes. They um, have no problems going above and beyond to 
do what needs to be to do. Do what needs to be role. done. That's it. Yeah. Yep. So I mean, I mean, you can we... think of Chris Hemsworth. You can think of Chris Hemsworth in the Lady Ghostbusters movie. He was yeah. the best part yes. of that movie. Oh, he, he was, was adorable. Per- he was he was great in that. He was, he was wonderful. Great he was great in that. <laughs> and I was primed to dislike the movie just because I'm a child of the 80s. And I'm like, right. oh, no, yes. well, no, cause... don't remake it. But then I watched it and I was like, oh. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. I didn't it. either. It, it made me laugh. It entertained it me. And I left it, it has at that. Did Men in Black come out yet? Or is that still in... The uh, women Men in Black? No, he, him and Tessa Thompson, also from Ragnarok, are in the new reboot of the Men in Black movies. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. I think it's okay. next year. Next year. I've yeah. seen, I knew I'd seen stills of it, but I wasn't sure. Interesting. Yeah. I'm not oh, a huge fan of Tessa Thompson, but. I only know her from the, I know you, I remember talking about this before. And yeah. I, I don't know where else, I don't remember where else. You said she was from, but I don't. Uh, I only know her from as the Valkyrie role. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, talking of all this spinoff stuff and everything, you reminded me of something that is that I meant to share with you guys a month ago, and it has nothing to do with Marvel and anything else. So I'm going to completely jump, <laughs> jump as we do. I'm going to go off on the tangent that'll probably end end this episode. But so anyway. <laughs> Um, perfect. Yeah, perfect. Exactly. So, I, and I don't even remember which studio did it, but had have any of you seen the animated feature, The Book of Life? I think it was DreamWorks, or it might be Don Bluth. I don't no. know. No. Okay. Oh, it was. You, yeah, I've seen it, but it was. It's been a long time. Okay, you need. I watched it on the plane back from Sweden. I actually watched a lot of things on the plane back from Sweden because there was free movies and it was a long flight, uh, <laughs> and all animated stuff. Believe it or not. Um, I watched like Ice Age 27 or whatever the hell one they're on now. and uh... I, That was the one about Dio de los Muertos, right? Kind of like the other, yes, the other it was, Coco. It was very similar to Coco, but the different directions that it took, I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. So My daughter's Spanish teacher prefers it because she said that it was more accurate it to is the actual day. Yes, it is. It was Has some height in it. She's a voice, yes. Yes. Okay, so... I need you guys to watch the movie okay. or, or at least watch parts of it sure. because I don't want to give the movie away, but the woman or the, uh, she's not a woman. She might be, I don't know if, I don't know what age she's supposed to be. It's the girl or the young lady who at the beginning is the mm-hmm. tour guide that takes over for the old man to show the kids around. Cause that's the premise. There's these, it's like the bad kids from a school go on a field trip to a museum about the, the day of the dead. And there's an old, old decrepit tour guide who was going to take them and they start throwing spitballs at him and everything else and and the whole thing that you would think detention kids would do so this very attractive young uh tour guide comes out and says i'll take this group so and so whatever his name is and she she has like the super fast reflexes they start shooting spitballs at her she blocks all of them with her little sign that says follow me or something like that and she takes them down into like a dungeon part of the museum and starts explaining about the book of life and the and goes into the whole thing. So, I'm not going to tell you the twist of of who this person ends up being towards the end of the movie, but the first thing I thought of halfway through the movie as they cut back and forth to like the actual movie and like the kids reacting to what was happening, look, oh man, that can't happen and stuff like that because they got all into it. The tour guide woman is Melanie. 
I a thousand percent it is Melanie. I'm on the plane and I'm laughing to myself. I'm like, holy shit, this this is Melanie. In in one thousand percent a good way. I'm not I have even, ninja skills. I'm I'm not breaking your chops, but just no, like her whole demeanor, it is it is a thousand percent you. It's like part den mother, part I'm not taking any <laughs> of your I'm not taking any of your crap, but I will bust your chops at the same time. It was mm-hmm. like it is you. It is the animated nice. version of Melanie. And the and what happens towards the end and who she ends up really being probably mm-hmm. makes it even more profound. Um, so I'm going to have to watch this again need, it's, to it see how is awesome a, I am. It's a very, very good movie anyway. But now that you have that in your back right. pocket, to, uh, uh, I, I will fight I'm anybody totally who says I'm wrong. It has again. a really impressive voice cast. It does. It, it was does. a good movie. I really, really liked it. And I remember wanting to have to watch this again. I remember wanting to see it when it came out, whatever year it came out, and nobody wanted to go and see it in the theater with me. My kids were like, "Ah, oh, no." I'm like, "Oh, well, screw you then." <laughs> so I'm glad I got to watch it. Uh, it was very, very good, very, very good. I highly recommend it. I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, and so with that, I guess. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and at that note, because it's late. Yeah. So Marvel to Book of Life. Yeah, why not? There, there you go, people. That's how we roll. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we roll. So I'm happy to report this whole episode recorded. There was no issues. <laughs> I don't, I don't, you don't have to hear my voice come on voice in the over. middle and, and apologize for for idiotic technical difficulties. So we we did it! Hooray! all right well thanks everybody for listening we hope you were able to follow along with this all over the place episode we wouldn't uh promise not to uh, disappoint why should we stay on track when we haven't done it yet in 114 episodes or whatever number we're on (laughs) and uh i'm clearly delirious and too tired so that is all. Good night, everybody. I'll talk to you next time. <laughs>
follow our troop at www.dizexplorers.com, where you can find all the links for all our hosts' social media accounts. You can also follow the podcast on our Facebook group at The Diz Explorers and on Twitter and Instagram at The Diz Explorers. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, and also on YouTube. Thanks for listening.